everybody get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. And we have, I can say unequivocally, an awesome show. Yes, I mean, we, we do. got something for everyone. This is this is going to be a nutty show. Uh, we're starting off with drinks. Okay, nutty does not sound fun. No, I mean a nutty fun show. No, not a, just fun. It it's sounds a fun, fun show. It's a fun I'm show. I'm always getting, you know, corrected. corrected. Yes, mother dearest. Yes, I sound a like Mike for Pence. It. Okay. Um, uh, Janai Duanai is here. She's uh, the beverage director and general manager at DuPont's Ala. It was previously Ankara. Uh, Ala in Turkish is a it means a, a blending of colors. And they recently went through a revamp, and they now offer cuisine and some very creative cocktails. And they also opened a like a coffee shop. Oh, and they opened a coffee shop too. Which I'm very excited. About. Uh, but anyways, it's it 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 melds all the flavors and the excitement of the Levant region, mm-hmm. uh, which includes Turkey, Syria, Israel, Lebanon, and beyond. And I've been to several of those nations, so okay. I will appreciate Allah. Mm-hmm. Am I am I putting the emphasis on the right word, Allah? Okay. Uh, now is the perfect time to experience the Shenandoah region's vibrant colors. And Pam Wright, who is general manager of Big Meadows uh, Lodge in Shenandoah National Park, is joining us to talk about all they've got to offer out there with great hiking and 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 just, you know what, talk about a great staycation. That's the place to go this fall. Uh, now, <laughs> we, I wish you all could see this. You got to dust off your lederhosen and get ready for the Queen of Oktoberfest because she's coming to DC. Uh, uh, the Parkview Bar at Hook Hall hosts Das Bierbash <laughs> with the Queen of Oktoberfest, Manuela Horn, as headliner. Uh, she's an America's Got Talent yodeling, dancing, and comedy act finalist. That was my yodeling. Oh, God. That was terrible. (laughs) And embarrassing. And she's here with Hook Hall owner, Ana Valero, also reputed to be a world-class yodeler. Oh, my God. Are we going to have a yodel off? Yodeling. Okay. All right. We'll get there. Uh, And this could be cataclysmic. Yeah, she's not on air. But not a catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Conscience Singh is founder and CEO of Crumbs and Whiskers. And she'll be with us to throw a spotlight on her kitten and cat cafe where people can come and drink coffee, play with kittens, cuddle with kittens. We're dog people. Uh, <laughs> and if they fall in love with a cat or kitten, they can adopt them or take them home. It's an interesting concept. The cats look at people and say, will you be my paw? Aww. Anyone want to play scratch and play? Okay. How about a catatonic? How about no? we get into Deb Moser, Central Farm Markets. Okay. Hey, Hi, Deb. Deb. How are you? That was a good one, David. Which oh one, God. the catatonic? No, none of it was good. Don't get into it. How about a cataclysm? Stop. Well, how are you guys? We're great. We're all, right. all right. How are so, you? So, Deb, there's been some shakeup with the market. Tell us what's happening. There is. So, for all of our wonderful patrons in Northern Virginia, we want to let you know that the Nova Central Farm Market that had been located at the Church of the Holy Comforter is moving back as of tomorrow mm-hmm. to Marshall High School, George C. Marshall High School at 7731 uh, Leesburg Pike. So, how far is that? What's the big. Is it it's a huge... about three and a half miles down okay, the road. Okay, so not that big of a deal. It's not a big deal. Um, we're, all of your favorite vendors will be there, and we will be waiting and ready. Hours haven't changed, 8.30 to 1, okay. so everybody will be there. And 
you know, it's just the life of the, uh, the roving farm market. You're right like here. nomads. So Deb, um, I, you know, unfortunately it is like getting deep into September. The air is a little crisper. I mean, I'm, why is that up? unfortunate? Because but... I like summer and I don't I like summer too. Like and any um, other season other but, than summer. But, you know, you like it in it, Sardinia? It, as you mentioned, Oktoberfest is around the corner it and is. the market is gearing up also for all the goodies that go along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of, we have at the markets beer and uh, bratwurst, you know, look for those. What about uh, gourds? It's the only thing about fall that I like. I'm a little like gourd obsessed, you know, like the ornamental gourds. Right, right. And it's, and it's fun. It's fun to change the season. It's just that here in Washington, we know it's going to be a long winter. So, right. Anyway, but what apples have come in, it's ironic when you see apples next to peaches, but is that it's that summer overlap that we continue into the first week of fall. Uh, melons will probably be into their last week here. Okay. Uh, you know, pears are coming in. Um, we have fall grapes, fall berries. Mm. You want to get out there and get some of those goodies. All right. Great. Deb, tell everybody where they can find you guys online, please. Sure. Centralfarmmarkets.com. Uh, look us up. Come visit us. We're always looking for people that like to eat. Yep. We're there. Okay. Thanks, Deb. Have a great All week. Right. Bye, Bye. Deb. Okay. So, right. Janai. Come on up to the mic. Step up to Hi. the mic. Hi. So, let's talk about ALA, the concept, and what you guys are doing there now. Um, what we do at Allah, it actually suits very well with the meaning of our name. It mm-hmm. means multicolored, so our purpose is to bring all the colors from Levant to the restaurant and to meet with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we don't only do it with food, we only do it with drinks and the concept, the ambiance, everything you see in the restaurant. It's just uh, it's what you would see and what, how you would feel in any of the Levantine countries. Well, so I feel like Levantine cuisine in general, uh, the term Levantine has been uh, sort of put out there in the culinary world more and more in the last few years. I th- it used to be people would use the term Mediterranean, which really wasn't focused enough to sort of the cultures and cuisine uh, of those that fall under the sort of Levantine role. So can you talk a little bit about sort of the food that's available in those regions and how they differ and how you guys execute it? Yes. So when when you hear Mediterranean, you also think of Italy and Spain and yes, all I those do. other countries. Not Spain. I think of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we focus on is um, Turkey and Syria, Israel, Palestine, all mm-hmm. of that region. And when you say Middle East, I think it also doesn't necessarily mean what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think the term Levant is, I think it's very well put Accurate. when you think of our But so cuisine. the cuisine in those regions are, you know, because of the, um, because they're also close to each other is similar. Hummus yeah. is ubiquitous. Um, you know, I always, I call it Israeli salad, but that tomato, cucumber, onion salad. They call it fetouche. Right. <laughs> you know, it's different in every, it's all sort of similar. So how do you guys break that down and serve it up in the restaurant? It's really, I'm from Turkey and it's really funny to see Mahaba. how. <laughs> <Mahaba>. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny to see how we have exactly same dishes, but we call it different names. Right. Like we had this dish called lahmacun, which is a Turkish kind of like flatbread. But now we have another item called lambiagin, which is really, really similar, but it's more from Armenia and eastern part of Mediterranean rather than Turkey. They're really similar, but different concepts. It's thicker. It's a 
you know, the other one is crunchier, I would say maybe more crispy, mm-hmm. but they're really similar, but names are different. Names right. are sim- similar as well. But just people, when people think about Turkish lahmacun, then they, well, it wouldn't necessarily be the one we have, but mm-hmm. it would satisfy them. Well, we're, later we're going to be talking about Rocky, one of my favorite oh, yes. things, and <laughs> no one else is going to know what this means. Ekmek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Been there. Are you impressed? Impressive. Yeah, yeah. Early in the show, too. Because it's not a word to know. Why Why do you know how to say bread in Turkish? I know, because I like bread. <laughs> okay, uh, so what are you pouring for us first? Okay. So I have the first cocktail we have is called Levant, mm-hmm. which we had it on our menu when it was Clever. Ankara, before the rebranding. <laughs> right. So when we thought about, oh, we don't want to do just Turkish food anymore. Let, we have to do something broader, something mm-hmm. bigger, something more interesting. Then I thought it was a sign because we already had a cocktail called Levant. Mm-hmm. And that's the region we wanted to focus on. Okay. So, so which one is it? It's the red one. It okay, has, great. So we make our own sumac syrup. Mm. And we mix it with vodka, lemon juice. Um, and some pomegranate juice. Great. Okay. So while you're passing that out to everybody, mm-hmm. we're going to get to our next guest. And we're going to go on a virtual tour to the uh, Big Shenandoah region. The Shenandoah, yes. Yeah. Pam Wright. Hey, Pam. Welcome to the show. Pam Wright is hey. joining us. And again, she's GM at Big Meadows in Shenandoah National Park. Um, why don't we start with you? And what's your background? How did you? I want to know how you ended up with this great job. <laughs> Well, I've been with a company called Delaware North based out of Buffalo, New York for about 19 years. And actually I have uh, kind of been all over. Um, I was in our sports venues for a while um, with great teams like uh, Target Field, the Minnesota Twins, the Blue Jackets, Hockey in Columbus, Cincinnati Reds, Detroit Tigers. I've kind of done a lot of things. Um, I could go on with a list of uh, folks that I've worked for, but about eight years ago, they asked me to come down here to Shenandoah National Park and um, I came and fell in love with uh, this beautiful, beautiful national park and uh, haven't wanted to leave. I'll bet it blew your mind when you first saw it. So tell us about it and tell us about the resorts. So here um, at the lodge, we're about an 83-year-old lodge, and we have about 97 guest rooms. We're about 45 miles away from Washington, D.C., but we're getting ready to head into the beautiful fall foliage season um, where you can see rolling mountains of color, um, beautiful, beautiful color. So uh, it's a great time to come visit Shenandoah National Park for sure. And let's talk about Shenandoah National Park. Like there's, it, it's massive. So how do it people is. find the best place to access it? How do they find the trails? Like how how does one sort of really be able to get through it without you know, finding ways to get through it without getting lost or finding all the, you know, things that are there, like horseback riding, like there's so many ways to enjoy it. There is. You can hike, walk, horseback ride, see the night sky with no light pollution, waterfalls, so much to do. But um, I would suggest downloading the National Park Service app on your phone if you have a smartphone, because it'll let you know all the hours of operation, all the trails, how easy, how hard that would be my suggestion. If mm-hmm. someone doesn't have a smartphone or doesn't want to do that, when they come to one of the lodging properties in the park, they can get a map and they can find out all of the different ways to to hike and be safe or just walk or pull over at one of the look-offs and see, uh, you know, the overlooks and see all the beautiful views. There's so many ways. 
you know, you might run into a bear, um, you know, or a deer or an owl or a bobcat, uh-huh. um, so many beautiful animals as well. So you just never know what you're going to see when you get here. Well, the thing is, it's so, it, it's a lot bigger, you know, people go to Skyline Drive and they drive it and they see how big it is, but interesting corollary, uh, Shenandoah is so big that, um, Stonewall Jackson was able to hide and move all his troops there during the Civil War and really never get found unless yeah. he wanted to be. I mean, it's an Andy un- rolled his eyes, too. He wasn't just... Just because I'm a deep intellectual, the rest of you, you know, sorry. Too bad. Have to bring in a little American history. But it's that big. And um, um, yeah. he was able to hide an army of 30,000, 40,000 men okay, in there. Okay, and okay, okay, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. There'll be a test later. Yes, okay. So let's talk about, like, lodging out there and where people can stay and how people you know, how you recommend people sort of enjoy what's going on out there? Yes, so they can stay at one of the three lodging properties. We have a small one called Lewis Mountain Cabins, and it's the most quaint, out-of-the-way um, a place. You can have a fire pit and your own fire pit and enjoy the quietness. Um, if you want a little bit of a bigger place that has a restaurant and a tap room, you would go to Big Meadows Lodge. Uh-huh. Um, we have live music every night in the tap room, um, and we have uh, lots of good food um, in both our restaurant and our tap room. And then if they want something a little bit more modern, they'd go on down the road to Skyland, uh, where they also have a tap room and a restaurant and about 178 guest rooms. And we offer different things, uh, different types of food at each of our properties. So it just depends on what they're looking for. But okay, I think so we Pam, can you know what? I'm gonna, all types of guests. I'm going to cut you off for a sec because we have to take a quick break. When we come back, let's sort of delve in deeper on each of the properties and what each experience could be like there, okay? This is David and Nikki Nellis. It's Foodie Sounds and the Beast. Great. When we come back, we're going to do more Shenandoah Valley. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast, and we're talking to Pam Wright about all there is to do at Big Meadows. Uh, I'm First of all, Okay, you said that wrong. We're going out to the Shenandoah Valley. How did I say that wrong? Pam Wright is a general manager of Big Meadows at Shenandoah National Park. Yeah, and Skyland but there Resort. Are, right, and there are other properties. So we were talking about these other properties before we took a break. Am I 12? Uh, sometimes. Oh, my God. Pam, so Hi, let's Pam. talk about, so you were talking about the food offerings at these properties. Can we talk about sort of the experience at each, like what how what the differences are? Yes, yes. So at Skyland, um, you're going to be close to some um, different types of trails. Something like Stony Man um, is very popular. Um, You can also go horseback riding there. You can get an hour or two hour tour on horseback, Mm. which is quite beautiful. Um, And they're a little bit more upscale um, uh, dining and a little bit more upscale rooms. Um, when you come to the lodge down the road about another 10 miles, we're more, we're 82 years old. It's more like a step back in time, more rustic. Um, we have different dining options as well, a dining room and a tap room, again, with live entertainment every night. And we're closer to a lot, a lot more trails, like Dark Hollow Falls has a 75-foot waterfall when you hike down cool. at the bottom. Um you know, you'll see that 75 foot fall. Um, and we have, uh, we're, we're very close to the Appalachian Trail. In fact, Big Meadows Lodge is right on the Appalachian Trail. It's behind us. And then Lewis Mountain, it's more rustic, 
um, and you you have just a room and beds and a bath, no no dining options, mm-hmm. but you have your own fire pit and you can do your own thing. It's very quiet. It's more quiet. And uh, so it really depends on what you're looking for. Well, it sounds like it. And with sort of the uh, pandemic and people feeling the need to like get out and be out in the open, have you guys had to make adjustments because of that? Uh, we have um, currently in any federal building, we are required to wear a mask mm-hmm. um, and that's just for everyone's safety. Um, but outside, you know, when you're on the trails or, you know, if you're doing any of the activities out, outdoors, you, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. But, um, you know, we have to do specialized cleaning um, all the time. Um, it's it's pretty intense, actually. It's, it's 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 um, exhausting for our staff, but we want to do the right thing to make sure that our guests are having a great time. So. I bet. Well, that and makes safely. a lot of sense. Right. Of course. So what is your yeah. favorite trail? Like what's your dream day in the Shenandoah Valley? Uh, Walk us through. Uh, um, oh, my gosh. A Dark Hollow Falls has to be the most beautiful because, you know, um, the hike down, you get to see remnants of um, homes that used to be in the park many years ago before it became a national park. and. Mm. Um, you, you get to go through some boulders and some some um, trees and just the forest in itself is just amazing. And then when you get to the bottom and you see that 75 foot fall, that's just massive. And um, just, you know, a lot of people get in there and swim. Of course, right now wouldn't be good with the, the colder temps, but um, and then going back up, um, it really uh, tests your uh, <laughs> test you because you're going straight back up. Mm. Going back up is not as fun as going down for sure. Well, so how <laughs> but, long? Um, how is, long is that is hike? My favorite by how long far. is it? How long is that hike? It's about an it's about an hour round trip. Oh, okay. about an hour round trip. Sounds amazing. And what about horseback riding? Yeah. Is it all on the same it's trails, or are there special trails for for that? It, um, they do have special trails for the horseback riding. Uh, you can get on that at Skyland. There is a one hour and a two hour tour. And it, it takes you on level, more level land. You're not going to be going down anything straight steep. Down. We're not going um, down And the straight. horses actually love their job. It gets them so excited. Oh, that's hmm. exciting. And All then right. when they sense the barn, they take off at a gallop and dump me, which is usually what happens. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we'll just go hiking with tell you. Tell everybody horses, how to find you guys. Horses. Well, how to find you guys uh, on the internet and mm-hmm. uh, by phone and all of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you go to goshenandoah.com, mm-hmm. um, you can uh, book a reservation. Um, you can um, also call us at 540-999-2222. Um, or you can you know, send me an email if you want, um, Pam Whiteman. Um, you can find me at pwhiteman at delawarenorth.com. Great. And uh, yeah, I'd be happy to help anyone with any questions. Pam, thank you so much for your time this morning. I can't wait to get out into the Shenandoah, especially as Pam, the Pam, did I call you Pam right? I think I did. That's okay. It's okay. Most people do, and it's okay. I don't mind. Hmm. But when you guys do come, make sure you try the blackberry ice cream pie. You will be amazed. Blackberry oh, ice cream. where are we amazed. trying that? Oh, my God. You buried uh, the lead, Pam. the Lodge or Skyland. Damn. Okay. We should have had you in uh, studio. Nice going, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. After all that. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about our drink. This all is right. delicious. Uh, uh, Janai, this this is. So can we talk about what you, you like rimmed it? it with? It's it's sumac. It's a really common spice in the entire Middle East. Interesting. It's sour, so it, it's really good when you combine it with the sweetness mm-hmm. of the cocktail. It's beautiful. How'd I you love learn it. all this stuff? Yeah, when did you get I'm into cocktails? I'm from cocktail? there. When, <laughs> no, when no, did no. you become an alcoholic? <laughs> no, no, no. But how did you go 
Just because you're from just because you're from Turkey doesn't mean you know how to make cocktails. That's right. So how'd you? Where's your cocktail education from? Well, I don't have a cocktail education. I just okay. started working at a restaurant and like four years ago, mm-hmm. and I realized I'm into this stuff. I like drinks. I like drinking. So like why drinks, not? And do I like <laughs> drinking too. So mm. let's be friends. Okay. So, but liking to drink and uh, making drinks are very different. Making a balanced cocktail, understanding the ingredients and what needs to go into it to make it a successful drink is totally different than just liking to imbibe. So how did you learn that? Or did you just guess and figure it out and do it based on your own taste? I think it comes from our food. Because when I think about our culture, I think about these spices. Mm-hmm. So I figured, oh, we eat this every day. We have this on our table every day. Mm-hmm. So why not make a drink with that? That makes that's, a lot of that's sense. That's where it com- comes Because from. Um, you said sumac syrup, right? Yes. So that's not something that you find on most bars. No, no, no. Yeah. And would you find that in a cocktail bar over in Turkey? I don't think so. I've yeah, never heard I've never, of it. I don't think I've had anybody come in with sumac syrup. Yes, because they're not familiar with the spice itself. Mm-hmm. We also have a turmeric syrup with urfa pepper, which is the spicy mm-hmm. chili pepper we have. We make a margarita oh, so that's with like, it. So that's like anti-inflammatory with the turmeric, right? Like we're like curing ourselves yeah. by drinking that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's very healthy. Right. <laughs> Where in Turkey are you from? Which city? Um, Adana, originally. is in the southern part. We're famous with our kebab. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was another food we didn't mention, but kebab. <laughs> yeah. Well, kebabs are like... We had uh, on another show. We did. Uh, there was like a throwdown between embassies and who had the better kebab. Because oh. like that's a whole. That's a whole other thing. Okay, what are you pouring next for us? Then we have our lavender cocktail, Pandora, mm-hmm. which is I think I would say is our signature cocktail and my personal favorite. Okay, what's in it? <clears throat> um, it's so simple, but it's so delicious. It's mm-hmm. lavender. We use lavender syrup, and we also use lavender infused uh, gin, mm. and with some lemon juice. Again, really simple, but so delicious. Beautiful, and it's gorgeous. I love the yeah, color. Yes, we have it on the menu for so long, I don't think I can ever take it you off. You can't take it off. Just people love it so much. That's great. And it's so pretty. Great. Mm, All right, pretty. thank you. Okay, we'll come back to you in a little bit. All right, and now, Yay. now, 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 I wish you all could see this. We're going to talk. You've already said that. And October you say Fest that in a, almost like a negative no, way. No, it's hardly a negative. No, you know what? You're turning it into a negative, and that's it. I'm getting my own show. Okay, No, Manuela Horn has joined us along with Anna Valero. Oh, um, Anna, uh, are, you, are you Anna or Anna? Uh, it depends on if you're my great-grandmother or not. I Anna, come yeah. here. <laughs> all right, Anna. Uh, the Parkview Bar at Hook Hall, which is Anna's place of well, magnificence. Everything goes on there. Is hosting a Das Beer Bash, an Oktoberfest celebration. And Manuela Horn, who is an American, an AGT finalist from 2015, 14? Oh, my goodness. 2009. It's nine. been a while. Nine. Nine. <laughs> That's right. Ask me if I want another beer. Nine. Well, let's okay. have ten. Okay. Right. You've okay. already referenced that commercial like three times. No, it's not in that commercial. Yes, it is. Shh. Okay. okay. So... Uh, Anna, why don't you tell us a little bit about Hook Hall and what goes on there and the beer bash? And then well, we'll and, and if I can just interrupt, because during the pandemic, um, Anna Hook Hall did so many amazing things. You guys were such an integral part of the industry and the community, giving back. Um, Feeding. We, we had you on multiple times to talk about what you were doing. And so it's so exciting to bring you in studio and to be like celebrating and doing an event and uh, like getting back to a little bit of what your original purpose of a call is and not how you started, right? 
Yeah, it's it's really exciting for us to see people back in the space again. You know, it mm-hmm. was um, although it was special for us to be able to take you know thirteen thousand square feet and turn it into a relief center during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we opened Hook Hall with the goal of it being a community gathering space, mm-hmm. and it's really great to see the community back in the doors and getting to celebrate and. You know, although, as we're saying, although Oktoberfest might be canceled in Munich, mm-hmm. uh, we are still we are still full steam ahead, uh, ready to cheers at Hook Hall with Manuela during Das Beer Bash for the next two okay, weeks. Okay, so let's give, before we get into Manuela, because... I want to hear some yodeling, damn uh, it. Not yet. <laughs> just hold your horses. So just let's just give the 411 on the event and what it's going to look like, how long it lasts. Like, let's get all of that, and then we'll talk about how you and Manuela got together. So we are celebrating Das Beer Bash, which is essentially an Oktoberfest variety show um, that is taking place. It's um, very much fun. Manuela does awesome comedy parody songs. So it's part sing-along, part comedy, part, you know, coming out of the pandemic. She looks, I have to be honest, Manuela looks like a a bit of a wallflower. I think that's going to be really hard for her. I'm very concerned that she's shy. It's a very tall wall, however. Well, and and part of it is, I I feel like we all just, we need a laugh right now. We need to remember that, like, the rustiness of our laugh is something that we all still love to hear and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so our goal was to was to bring that back in a way that was just fun. All right. Well, can we just say... You know what? Wait. No, we, no. We, we, have no. T- we have to take a break. I don't want to take a break. Okay, so why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we can talk to Manuela. We can find about her and what she does. And I what think she's you're been a doing. control freak. That's I am. What I think. I'm Don't really me. good at it. Right. Okay, this is David and Nikki Nellis, uh, Foodie and the Beast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there's going to be some yodeling in studio. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. We're we're talking about Das Bierbash uh, coming up at uh, Hook Hall. And the headliner mm-hmm. for this show is a real hot Commodity. I don't know how else to describe you. Manuela Horn is an America got Ta- America's Got Talent finalist. Uh, I wish you all could see this. She is in heels about 6'10", and she's all dressed up in Oktoberfest stuff, and she even has a um, a glass of beer on her head. I- a beer stein. Yeah, it's beer a beer stein. stein, duh. It's yeah. Oktoberfest. I know what it is. It's not really a stein because it's it, a stein is, is decorated. That's more just a, okay. a mug. Can but let, anyways, um, can we let Manuela talk? we're going to let Manuela, uh, why don't you start off with a yodel, and then we'll get into, you can actually talk after wait, that. Wait, wait, don't, wait, 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 wait. Before you, let's hear about you, where you're from, how you got here. She's from <laughs> Austria. I, I want to hear more. some yodeling. Okay, I want more. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a little yodel, and now I'm going to explain a little bit about okay, myself. perfect. <laughs> um, I've been the Oktoberfest, uh, Oktoberfest queen for over 10 years. And I love beer, sausage, and sauerkraut. So I found my home. And I love to play. I always say, I don't work, I go to kindergarten. When I do my show, I invite people to have fun with me. And I'm very playful and I love to play. So when you come to my show, you will have sing-alongs, we'll have balloons, bubbles, but you know, in you kindergarten, people it. pee in their pants. Does that happen at your show? <laughs> they better. Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> She's funny. I hope so. Right. At least a couple of triples. Right. I don't know. <laughs> a few beers in. Yeah. Right. So, and, yeah. So give us, a, give us kind of a little sliver of the show. Okay, so um, they call me the Weird El Yankovic of Oktoberfest because I take songs that everybody knows and instantly can sing along. For example... 
All you need is beer. Ram, pa, 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 pa. All you need is beer. <laughs> beer, right? True, yes. True. And so um, we do all music genres. We do reggae, pop. I yodel to ACDC. Um, Let me hear you yodel Sean, to ACDC. Wait, are you serious? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Here we go. Back in black. Let's hear it. Okay. I'm on a highway to Yalala Highway to Yalala it's a little early for me right now. No, it sounds good. I, I just say that I, I think I'm good. drunk right now. <laughs> you sound good. We blew the roof off yesterday at the hook hall. We had a packed house, and it was amazing. So um, I didn't get to sleep in, so you get you get the rough voice of mine mm. right now. You need, now. A, little, you need nice. a little brandy. My sexy voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're very sexy. Avert thine eyes, Nikki. Yes. All right. Um, so now, so this is part of your show. So are you on, like... Are you just sort of walking around chatting with people and then you get up on stage? How does it work for you? No, I have uh, two backup singers that also dance. Mm. They're very known out of the burlesque scene. So we are very, a lot of sequins, shiny stuff and lights. We're very flashy mm. and cartoony. And uh, our opening is uh, Final Countdown, which is rewritten by me, The Finest Beer Fest. Okay. And uh, you have to imagine my two girls come out with a big Batman cape that lights up, and they do um, a whole big dance number opening, and then I come out and sing It's the Finest Beer Fest. And then from there on, we just ride the wave. We uh, have a lot of funny props that we use in the show, and we really try to engage people and tickle their inner child. Let's, let's you know. So do people get into it? Like, do you have people? I think people... that's illegal. But no, no, no. <laughs> Do you have people who are like a little, like, huh, I don't know oh, what to absolutely. think. Like, who don't know how to let go and yeah. get in. But as soon as we hit the burger dance. Okay, tell us about the burger dance. <laughs> it's, it's the song that you will hate the most. You wake up the next morning. Oh my God, in is the it in shower, the earworm? It's it. an earworm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, and then the by the afternoon, you're like, oh, I have to go back and do is it Is that again. like for a, 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 a burger in, in Germany or in Austria? I mean, that kind of burger, not a hamburger. You know, it's it goes and a pizza hut and a pizza oh. hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a pizza hut, and it has even McDonald's in it. McDonald's, okay. McDonald's. I should have smoked more before I came on the show. Okay, it's very repetitive, but when you get into it, you're just like it's so silly, and I really encourage. Sounds like Club Med. Yeah, <laughs> and this was our hope. Our hope was that we could, we brought Manuela in with with the hope that we could. Give people that opportunity to just be silly again. Everything right. has been so stressful and, yes. and is still so stressful. And, you know, here's an opportunity to really just play for a little while. And so. Well, so let's talk doing... about what Hook Hall is doing to uh, help lubricate people a little bit and the food that you're serving so that people have a better idea about like the overall of it. So overall, we um, we have Manuela for two weeks. She's with us until October 3rd um, with multiple shows, definitely on the weekends and, right. and on the weeknights. Um, and people can grab tickets on our website at hookhall.com for mm-hmm. the Das Beer Bash shows. We also have a really great selection of um, Oktoberfest German beers. Uh, so we have Spot in Oktoberfest. How did you ever Lace think of Farmer. that? I, I know, it's crazy, <laughs> right? Crazy. Someone was like... Someone the other day was like, what about the cocktails? And I'm like, it's Oktoberfest, guys. It's like, let's Oktoberfest. just let's know what everyone wants. Right. And so we have um and so we have a we have entertainment going on for Oktoberfest and it's really just leading us into fall programming and how mm-hmm. we're gonna continue to um celebrate and create events that 
really, you know, we're big believers in meeting people where they are. And so having a wide range of programming. So for the families out there, we're bringing back our, our superhero training class for kids that oh, are four to so six, cute. get them outside, get them moving with a really great yoga and movement teacher mm-hmm. uh, through the fall. Uh, we're also launching because we've heard from a lot of folks that they're really looking for intimate experiences. And so my husband is always looking for intimate Ooh, experiences. Yeah, well, we baby. have this for you. We are Just launching. So you know. Don't uh, help we're me. launching the cocktail club at Hook Hall. And okay. so a really high-end, intimate cocktail experience that is uh, a Let's little bit of mystery. Intimate, intimate. See, he'll start writing the songs for you, Manuel. Okay. <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have to come perform. And right. so we're going to lead people behind a secret door and take them into this Ooh. really, like I said, a, sounds a like very seven minutes different in the closet experience or than uh, what, you're, what people typically have in the garden outside. And oh. so... How do we continue to find different ways to create programming that um, gives everyone an opportunity to come out now, meeting them, and you know, no, I think person experience is much different than Manuela's you know two hundred person show, uh, right? <laughs> well, but so Manuela, for you to come to DC and do this, like, how are you finding the crowds? How are you finding the people? Because you know we're a quirky bunch here in DC. <laughs> yes, you guys are, but I have to admit it's my first time in Washington DC. Oh really? Yes. Oh well, welcome, is. welcome. So thank you, thank you. I get the chance to um, see the city a little bit today. I've got a lot of great tips where you should eat. Oh, Apparently, good. you guys are known for food. Yes, it's a food city. So I hope you will give me some tips later on you too got it. where I should go. And, great restaurants, McDonald's. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Turkey Fried Chicken. <laughs> Arby's. They've got okay. the meat. So. Okay. Right. Don't tell that to Deb Moser because they have meat for afters. Um, oh, no. But so you're enjoying the city. Yes, I do. Great. And uh, I already see um, there are already a bunch of really quirky people, and some they take a little longer. But at the end, we grab them and we just shake our sauerkraut and have a good time, it as sounds, you should do at this time of the year. It really sounds amazing. Sounds now, great. where can they, people find you on Instagram and online if they want to catch you, not just here, but keep up to date with you and your shows and everything you do. Yes, that would be um, on Insta. It would be like at Yodeling Dominatrix or at Oktoberfest Queen. Excellent. I know. It's Why couldn't you be a Yodeling Dominatrix? <laughs> Can't I just be a Dominatrix? Why yes, do I, have to yodel? I suppose so. Okay. And um, I've watch been a bad out. Boy. She's going to make you yodel. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and where can we find everything about Hook Hall? Uh, just jump online for everything at hookhall.com, H-O-O-K-H-A-L-L.com. And you'll see our whole calendar of events for the fall. Excellent. Can we Great. get one yodel? Just one um, more? Sure. My full three stand up and sell a yodel. Yay! It makes me want to go home and watch the movie, Heidi. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> thank you, you, Manuela. Thank you. Well, thank and, you. And Anna, Anna. <laughs> okay. Um, come back up to the mic. So that lavender drink... Was like drinking calm, yeah. And <laughs> okay, we're going back. First, okay, and then that was like drinking a calm elixir. It was beautiful, and it, lavender can sometimes taste soapy, and it did not. No, it's good. So no. it was really beautiful. I've heard the comment is like a spa day, but in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. This show is totally taking another turn. Um, so tell us what you poured next, and then we'll at the end of the show we'll be able to wrap everything up with you. Okay, so this is called Raku, but just about the food oh. we just talked about. Every country has their own drink. So Greece has ouzo, Turkey, Raku, and a lot of Middle Eastern countries has arak. Mm-hmm. But they're basically the same. Different alcohol percentages, but the... So 
the but way you drink it. They're all licorice They're yes. all like black Anise based. Yeah, exactly. Not for me. But the most important thing is how you drink it. It's like a social event. You sit down with your friends and family. You sit down for like five, six hours. You eat a lot of food mm-hmm. slowly. And you sip it slowly. So it's like you don't go out and drink this. You go out to drink this. You just that's, that's the purpose of the night. You just sit down and chill, and it's really fun. That is that does yeah. sound fun. Except, could we pour Not something to taste else? <laughs> I can't drink this. The very first time well. I got drunk, it was like on Uzo, and never again. Oh wow! Do you know what I mean? It yeah, just, a lot of people have those experiences. have those experiences, and I <laughs> am one of them. All right, we'll come back to you okay. at the end. Um, okay, we're gonna get some. I wish there was some kitties in studio. Yes, that's. A- all right, so Kanchan Singh is the founder, and, and am I saying it correctly? Am I pronouncing your name right? Good for me. All yeah, right. you got it, Kanchan. Okay. Got okay. it. Is founder and CEO of Crumbs and Whiskers, and that's a cafe. It's a cat cafe and a kitten cafe where people can come in and drink coffee, play with kittens, cuddle, cuddle with kitties, and if you happen to fall in love, you can adopt one and take it home. Um, and I think it's a great idea, and it's and and. Well, but it's not a new. I mean, you've been around for a while. So well, how did you come up with the idea? Yeah. So I um, I've always loved animals, and I wanted to like be in animal welfare. But in my teens, when I was working at like shelters and charities for animal welfare, I was very like frustrated by how archaic I felt a lot of these organizations that I was working for, and just all the red tape and bureaucracy in mm. um, like a traditional nonprofit. And I ended up going to school for business and I was just like, man, business, like small business startups, they're so like innovative and creative. And I wish that there was a way to like merge that with animal welfare, but I didn't really know what that would be. And then I was working at Accenture as a consultant and I took like a little bit of time off to go volunteer at an elephant sanctuary in Thailand. Oh my God, I'm so and- jealous. It I'm was like, amazing. that must have been amazing. Yeah, I like woke up every morning in this like hut and like I would just walk out. It's a small hut and I walk out and it's like mountains and elephants just roaming and this like gushing river like right outside my hut. Like it was epic. That yeah. sounds pretty epic. It does. <laughs> um, and on that same trip, um, these people that were with me took me to a cat cafe because they saw me like feeding every like stray dog and cat inside breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So they were like, she likes animals. So when I went into the cat cafe, it was like, it was like finding the answer to the question I'd been asking for so long, you know, like how do you combine merge business with animal welfare? And I really saw the benefit of as somebody who'd worked in shelters and had seen the impact of cages and being caged on animals for prolonged periods of time. And thinking about like, how can we house homeless animals without putting them in cages um, and giving them a home-like environment, even though they're not at home. And so it just kind of made sense to me. Like, okay, I'm going to pause you there. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about how you took all that information and then executed it because it's, it's fascinating. Uh, This is David and Nikki Nellis. It's Foodie and the Beast. Um, Have you pet your pet today? Maybe you should. We'll be back in just a sec. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis chatting with Kanchen Singh, who is the founder and CEO of Crumbs and Whiskers, which is a kitten and cat cafe where you can sip coffee, scritch a kitty, and maybe take one home. Um, I love this idea. This is great because I I used to be involved uh, with uh, a, a prominent 
shelter here in the in the local area. And it's very and it, frustrating. And by it's it. very frust. Well, it's yeah. it's a it's frustrating for the animals. Oh and, yeah. And B, it's frustrating to see how you know even even with love they're housed you know they're housed in cages. So. Yep. Tell, tell us how it works on the on the cat side. You know, if we come in and get coffee, I can figure out how that works. How does the cat yeah. side work, and where do they come from, and how do you keep them around, you know, if they're not adopted that first day? Yeah, so we partner with a rescue, and the rescue, Homer Trails Animal Rescue in D.C., and they pull cats who are at risk of euthanasia from different shelters, mm -hmm. and they place them at Crumbs and Whiskers. So we're basically like a temporary foster home for them. And so then we have like 25 to 30 cats, depending on how many have been adopted. And so when people come in, they can order food and drink. It's pretty basic, like cafe menu. And then well, you're also it, partnered with Dog Tag Bakery, right? Yeah, which is exactly. in it. We're, we know them very well. They're, it's an incredible bakery. They give back to veterans. Well, it's incredible. But they're an incredible organization. Incredible. Yeah. Totally with yeah. you. So people can come in. They can order treats. They can order coffee. But how do people interact with the animals? Like, how does that yeah. work? So, well, they walk in and then there's 30 cats and we have like, we don't have like normal chairs and tables. We just have human sized cat beds all around. Okay. So like, then like, cause we want the cats and the humans to like really connect and interact. So you just kind of like find a spot and there's cats everywhere. And then you just play with them and you cuddle them and people usually like move around. So they get to know like all the cats by the end. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody falls in love with one of them they can apply to adopt. We don't do same day adoptions because we don't want impulse buys we don't want somebody to like Smart. walk in and right. be like that one and then regret it later well, um, do you but do yeah, home so visits they, our rescue used to do them i don't know if over covid, COVID. They over video i'm not sure all right so, well i know i have another question okay. because uh the health department in other words if i we have dogs Yes. If I want to bring my dog to Dauphine's while we're having dinner, I can't do that. I well, can't. and we would never do that because oh, she's 140 pounds. I would. But the, the question is, how do you get around the health department issue of mixing animals and food? That's why we're partnered with the dog with Dog Tag Bakery. We don't make anything in house, so we mm -hmm. don't do food prep, and neither do we do like food packaging. So everything is like fully prepped, packaged, sealed at another place. We're almost like an Uber Eats or a Postmates that's just like delivering. Oh, right, it's almost like a vending machine. That's yeah. great. Exactly. So let's talk about. Uh, I listen. Pre pandemic, there were lines out the door for people mm -hmm. to go. I mean, our daughter was one of them. She loved your place and would go there. Um, it's a total teen slash tween thing. Plus you're near, you know, Georgetown and uh, GW and everything. So they're all like waiting online to come in. What's your, uh, what's your rate of adoption? How does that work? Yeah. So during like, it's usually like 30 a month. Like we usually That's get amazing. like 30 cats adopted per month. Yeah. That's incredible. So like every month we almost have like a full new, if you came in one month and the next month we'd almost have like pretty much everyone. And you've saved thousands of cats. I mean, it's pretty we, amazing. Yeah, we've saved over 3,500 cats from euthanasia and found homes for over, over 1,750. That's insane. Uh, you have an operation in LA and an operation yeah. in DC. So how do you manage both of those? By having really good teams and writing everything down in training documents. Yes. Smart. So uh, lastly, <laughs> will you be doing more cafes? Will you open more in the D.C. market? Not in D.C. We're currently actually planning one in Boston for next summer. Oh, OK, great. Yeah. And then is your goal to do more in other cities? 
Yeah, and we've had, you know, over the years, we've had interest from investors and different things too to expand, and we get we get franchise requests from all over the world. It's I bet, so, right? Yeah, so yes, but we don't know what it looks like. Well, I would assume it's kind of hard because you want to partner with the right right people. Exactly. I'd make, rather go slow than like right, yeah, because mm-hmm. um, there's not a dog tag in every city. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like finding the this, right partners. This sounds like a Shark Tank thing to me. It does. Yeah. Boy. There was a cat cafe on Shark Tank. They got rejected, but I didn't think that they marketed themselves very well. All right. <laughs> well, so tell everybody where they can find you in D.C., where they can find you online, please. Yeah, so we're on M Street in Georgetown, 3109 M Street. Mm-hmm. Um, Crumbsandwhiskers.com is where you can book a reservation. We limit the number of people coming for our cat's health and to keep their stress levels low. Mm. And yeah, so Crumbsandwhiskers.com or 3109 M Street. And one last question, because it just sort of occurred to me when you said a cat's stress level. How do you feel about kids coming in? Yeah, so we have age we allow kids um, younger than seven years old Smart. because we, yeah, we don't want them to stress the cats out, to your point. Right. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's um, You're doing incredible work. It's very exciting. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our last drink. What What are we supposed to say when we drink this? Sherefe. Okay, I can say that. <laughs> it was in Yeah, it means cheers, yeah. I mean... So, I think everybody now, knows that. Can we talk that. about the bakery? Oh, yes. We, so tell us about the bakery. It just opened like a week and a half ago, right? Yeah, exactly. We opened last Monday. Um, it's more like a cafe. We do have we have a huge patio, and the restaurant is closed during the week, during the day. Mm-hmm. So if you step by to the coffee shop, you just grab your coffee, your pastry, or your sandwich, or a salad. We have a bunch of snacks, too. Mm-hmm. And you, just, you can just have a seat. And so enjoy. can we talk about the coffee program? Is it Turkish coffee? Um, we have Turkish coffee. Because <laughs> Turkish coffee will keep you up for like three days. Yes, I know. Super yes. strong. Yeah, it's really strong. Yes. But Why does we it also... get... Well, let's talk about Turkish, Turkish coffee, coffee for one second. Okay. <laughs> Why is it muddy at the bottom? I mean, why is I it all the that. grounds and so all that? yummy. So the coffee is really, really fine. Mm-hmm. Finer than any of the coffees we know. And that's how... We actually have different type of, types of Turkish coffees as well. We don't have it here, but in Turkey, they're like even stronger than you would have it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it keeps you up for like... No, it's days. delicious, but I mean, That's what I could use it could really set you back, your sleep back. It's, yeah. it's very strong. I have friends who are having like double shots of Turkish coffee. I have no idea how that I know. <laughs> None at all. Uh-huh. Um, so you have the coffee program. You're doing pastries? Yes, we are do. Are you guys pastries. making them? Yes, we are. Is there anything specific that you're like, oh, this is what you should be trying? So same thing with our food and cocktails and with our pastries. We have a croissant with halva and cardamom. So it's all about Levantine flavors. Again, mm-hmm. we have one with tahini. We have a tahini scone. We have a za'atar croissant again. Mm-hmm. So it's all different flavors. And right. we have a lavender one, too, because we're obsessed with lavender. <laughs> I didn't realize that. No, za'atar, obviously, and um, halva is mm-hmm. like, oh, God, that stuff. Really? I mean, yeah. But you could just, like, spread it on your thighs. Right. It's halva, like it goes right to your calories, hips. Yeah. Like, in, well, like, a little tiny spoonful. But it is delicious yeah if you step by before or after gym i think it makes okay sense. good, mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. so speaking of which where are you guys located um we are at dupont circle it's okay. 13 19th street it's right across the metro station terrific and are you there most nights can we find you i am yes cocktail? of course please. great okay <laughs> where can we find you um online please and where can we find uh you on instagram um, it's the website is ala-dc.com. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is there, really. Reservations or contact us. 
our social media, everything's up there. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us and you for, for making these terrific drinks. Uh, and I want to thank everybody for joining us today on Foodie and the Beast. Uh, even me? Yeah, even you. Even though you were so um, mean. Okay, stop. So uh, we did not give a shout out at the beginning of the show to the Rammies last week. The Rammies were on Sunday, the D.C. area's food and wine award show that the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington puts on. Um, a huge, huge, huge success. Anna won a Rammy. Yes, she did. And uh, it was really exciting to be there as a presenter and to cheer on this community who has been through so much in the last uh, year and a half. So uh, we do want to thank everybody for everything uh, uh, today in studio. We had amazing guests talking about incredible things. You can find all of that on the list, areyouonit.com, the online zine that covers everything happening in the D.C. metro area, including things on, happening on this show. Uh, follow me at N-Y-C-C-I-N-E-L-L-I-S on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, please, everybody, I implore you um even if you're vaccinated there is a mask mandate wear your mask if you're asked be kind to servers out there they are stretched to their limit uh there is food disruption out there not everybody has access to the things they used to have and pay attention to your bills there are service charges now and there's a reason for it educate yourself be an educated consumer when you go out to restaurants it's only size sims no i'm it's important that people understand what's happening so um but do go out eat drink be merry enjoy but be educated before you hit that restaurant and again be kind to your servers we want to thank you for and your cats joining us today and everybody please have a delicious week